self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And welcome to another episode with Conversation Con Artists. I got some stuff to tell you. You listening? I'm just going to assume you're listening. I want you to go to the website www.conversationconartistswithness.com and I want you to check out the links for this week's episode check out this week's episode and past episodes and I want you to look on the left side of that screen you're going to see a little envelope you go hover over that envelope and it's going to bring up a whole dialogue and you can send questions, emails, feedback anything that you want to send us on Twitter you can find me at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on underscore point and I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, if you would like to, we're still looking to do the whole letter thing. Send in your questions. You can either do it through the website or you can send it directly to our Gmail account, which is conversation with an S at gmail.com. Also, we have a Facebook page that you can also send us messages on. Um, and let us know about any stories that you may see that you think that we should discuss on the show or any of that so facebook page is also conversation calling artists everything is conversation calling artists yeah everything and send us whatever you want <laughs> see every time you say that i just know you cringe we gonna get some bullshit <laughs> we can we can handle it okay i'm gonna remind you of this when remind, we start me. Getting them. remind me okay Let's get into the show with some deliberate nonsense. But first, how you doing, Calamity Red? I am good. It's like a beautiful day today. Like the weather was nice. It doesn't even feel like, you know, January. Alabama's so bipolar. I just... I, I feel like Jack Frost and Mother Nature are having some kind of battle <laughs> to where Mother Nature wants her nature to thrive and Jack Frost want to freeze it all. <laughs> and it just keep going back and forth. It's hot. It's cold. It's in the middle. Oh, I need a jacket. Oh, I shouldn't have wore this short sleeve. I should have wore a sweater. What is this? It is so confusing. And my poor little sinuses are just like, bitch, what is this? <laughs> like, I just, it hurts. I don't, every day, I don't know if I'm going to wake up sneezing or what's going to happen. Like, I just this weather need to get it together. Like it's this is the most bipolar I think I've ever mm. seen the weather be. Like you don't know how to dress from day to day. Like and you still can't dress too warmly because it is in fact still the you know January. So I don't know. I just see. Don't know. I always wear short sleeves anyway. I'm just not mentally prepared for what I'm going to step out into all the time. <laughs> That's my dilemma. I'm gonna have short sleeve on most of the time anyway. I'm always cold, so I always have on sleeves. And, you know, I have the tattoos to cover. So, like, work-wise, I always have on sleeves. So, I always have on sleeves. It's just whether or not I'm going to have to, like, roll them up. <laughs> and this is, like, the first... This is the first, like, weather situation since I've been bald. <laughs> since I've shaved all my hair off. So, it's different with my hair. Like, I can feel, Like, it's like the cold is punching the top of my head. Like, as I'm outside. Like, uh, uh. Just punching. No mercy. <laughs> <sighs> That's sad. 
I have. It's okay. I wish I could lend you some of my hair. I have too much. It's okay. It's okay. My uh, my DNA and genetic structure didn't have it in for my hair cells to continue through my whole lifespan. So you know what? I'm all right with it. <laughs> it is what it is. So the first story I got today is Beyonce. Oh Lord, the what you know about the, Beyonce? The beehive what she got come, going on? The beehive gonna come after you. So. Beehive. Beehive, beehive, <laughs> just tread carefully. Listen, I'm not, I don't talk nothing about no Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce is amazing. <laughs> Beyonce is wonderful. <laughs> don't come after me. <laughs> I love Beyonce. Her fans are diehard as shit. Like, they act like she cut them checks daily. Like, it's, they're serious mm-hmm. about it. But yeah, so I'm assuming that you're talking about her issue with Coldplay. I ain't got no problem with Beyonce, but uh, people have a problem with. Beyonce and this Coldplay video mm-hmm. and her using some Indian culture wear to I guess to do whatever she did in the video. I ain't watched the video. I mean have you watched I, the video? I haven't watched the video, but I have seen stills of her yeah, from it. And I mean people, I don't know. I don't know. Like I feel like that is something that's I mean, I guess that doesn't make it right, but like henna, she got she has the whole henna on her arms and people do that all the time like spring yeah. break come march watch and see how many people be walking around with these henna things on them because it lasts for a few days it's like a tattoo without getting a tattoo but i don't know i just I so know. i guess so what happened from this situation is that it's a brown war now yeah it's indian culture saying hey cultural ap- appropriation and it's the other brown culture, African American, saying, "Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Why y'all mad?" Type situation. So, where is the line between appropriation and appreciation? And see, I think that's the thing. I think, I think it's easier for African Americans to see appropriation in white people, and then and not see why other people would be upset about this situation. Like, I feel like that happens a lot, right? When something happens to you. It's more understandable sometimes than when it happens to somebody else. I mean, I could understand them being upset about it. I mean, I'm not going to say that they shouldn't feel a kind of way about her being dressed as she was. Because, I mean, she really is like, like totally. I don't even know what the song is about or if it was even appropriate or why that was chosen. Or I, I don't know anything about the, the song. I'm not really a big Coldplay fan. I like Fix You. That was about it. But, um, and I didn't Yellow? Yellow was okay. The scientist? Yellow was okay. And not the scientist. Yeah, well, I, yellow was cool. And Fix You. But I like another version of Fix You. But it, neither here nor there. Um, I don't know. I I think they're entitled to be upset. Just like we feel like we're entitled to be upset about cultural appropriation when it happens. I do think that there is a line between appreciating a culture and appropriating the culture. Because I don't know that this crosses that line I guess it depends on what your definition of both of those terms are definitions That's, the, that's the, I guess that's the important part yeah that's because I've always gonna... had the idea that appropriation was not merely borrowing a culture but Benefiting. taking it yeah. and marketing it uh-huh. and using it intentionally to gain from it yeah. you're gaining some uh, and, and I think a majority part of that is that 
is coming from an oppressive culture mm-hmm. that is the one that takes it like you can't control them taking it like we can't I don't I just don't feel like African Americans can take a bunch of Indian culture and market it in a way that's going to be successful I think that has to come in a society in which we ruled and Indians happen to be up under us yeah. and we can take all of their stuff and put it in our business and put it in our market and that's appropriate. That's just the understanding I had of appropriation. Yeah, I don't know how she would benefit from this. Now, is Hannah going to be, because again, it's Beyonce, so whatever Beyonce do, millions of people want to do too. So Hannah probably finna go through the roof. If you do Hannah work, you finna get a lot of business. <laughs> but, um... I, yeah, I don't know that she's really going to benefit from this. It's one video. And again, I don't even know why that was. Ch- I don't know what the theme of the video is. Like, I, I'm not even sure. All I know is I've seen the stills of her dress. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really. I don't even know what the damn song is about, to tell you the truth. What can it be about with Beyonce and Coldplay in it? I don't know. Well, you know her. Who, reaching, who, re- who reached out? Did Beyonce reach out to Coldplay? Or did Coldplay reach out to Beyonce? Well, you know her and uh, Chris Martin. Because. Jay-Z and Beyonce and Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow were all buddy-buddy hanging out together before that they got divorced. So mm. Chris Martin probably just asked her. She was like, sure, Chris, because they're buddies. So yeah. I just imagine that's how. I wasn't surprised that she did a song with Coldplay just because I know that she has a relationship with the lead singer. But who knows what that damn song is? I just, I don't know. Like It's the weird combination. I can't imagine... I need to listen to the song. I do too. Clearly, <laughs> I need to listen to it. Because <laughs> I don't know how I mean, that's going to Not sound. listening to it don't really make a difference not that much this. in the context of, you know, that appropriation. Nah. I, I don't. I, I, and, and I guess I have to understand that context to say whether it's appreciation or not. I mean, because she might just be wearing Indian wear. That yeah. just might be what's going on in that situation. Yeah, and it could be in a dish. I mean, she could be making fun of the club. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the video is. So, I guess you just have to see what the whole, what the video is. And what, I, I don't know. I, that's a weird choice. That was just a weird yeah. choice of dress. But I'm also not saying that they shouldn't feel a particular way about it yeah you know um those who are offended i'm not saying that they shouldn't feel a particular way about that i'm saying that i think if they feel a particular way about it it could be from the miss the miss wearing of it mm-hmm. or the miss yeah appro- i don't know the if miss, appropriation yeah is the like right word. like did she wear it correctly and did she represent it correctly for your culture yeah and you're mad because she wore it or did she wear it and in some way offend yeah. a religion or offend a particular group of people or did she wear it wrong was it something that she misrepresented in that thing that that can potentially make people mad and clearly with all the different groups it's going to be a group different. of people that's mad yeah. for each individual thing but I guess I wonder what the consensus is I assumed and you know what happens when you assume <laughs> it makes an ass out of yes, you and does. me I assume that I just kind of looked at it the same way that um, we had a whole conversation about um, Chris Hemsworth dressing up as an Indian and in so I just I kind of looked at it as that as them not liking her using their culture in that way or, or, or it may be offensive to them to do for her to do that the same way that Indians don't like for you to dress up as them for Halloween or for fucking New Year's or 
whenever it is you decide that you just want to play Cowboys and Indians. Um, so I kind of just thought that was what it was as more because it's not really. I, I don't know the appropriation is the right term for for this particular case. And and as much and as Chris it is maybe were, cultural insensitivity. And Chris Hemsworth dressed up as a stereotypical. Yeah, he don't. I I might be wrong, but. I can, I think I can confidently say that most white people who would dress up like an Indian don't know their Cherokee history. Hell no. <laughs> don't know their Navajo history. No. <laughs> they just know that, you know, they this, I saw them with a leaf on their head and they got leather and, you know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know anything about this, but I'm, I have the stereotypical yeah, view of it. Go and that's to the how store I and buy a costume. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if this is just one of those situations in which anything was malicious anything was ill i would just like to know did she misrepresent their culture with what she did or is the problem that she just wore things that other cultures wear i don't know because that is a very very fine line to tread and i think we all everybody like wait if you're gonna go by like you can't wear stuff that other cultures wear then that's gonna affect everybody i feel like everybody wears something at some point that's not necessarily indicative of their own culture like but the thing that we've done in america is that the default is white america is the default yes everything white america do is normal Mm -hmm. and so we can't just wear a business suit and (laughs) be like like white culture can't be appropriated yeah and not just white culture but the dominant culture of wherever you were at like if all white people for some reason had to move to Africa, one there would be this thing called African privilege, <laughs> you know, that white people had to succumb to. Second, they wouldn't be able to appropriate African culture. They wouldn't be able to take because African culture would be the norm. Mm-hmm. They can't take it and use it for their benefit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know, Africans would be able to start wearing slacks and business suits <laughs> and perming their hair out and parting it in the middle. Oh God. And they can make that a major part of their culture in which it would cater to the white American, the white world. Yeah. And they would be able to make money off the white world from taking that part of their culture. That'd be really weird. <laughs> it would be. It would be strange. It would be very strange, but yeah, I just think that you can't, you can't get that without having that power mm-hmm. component of it. So, when you talk about appropriation and when you're using that word, I just feel like there has to be a level of power. I have to. There has to be the ability to take, and there has to be a group that they can still cater to after they haven't taken them things that they can financially gain from it. Yeah. Or gain from it in any way. It don't just have to be financially. It can be perceptually. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I would have to talk to an Indian American or an Indian person to get their perspective on it. Yeah. And get some understanding of of that situation from them. Yeah. You know. But Beyonce is great. Uh, uh, nothing that. against Beyonce. <laughs> uh, if you're a Beyonce fan, don't come for me. Cause they will. This is just an <laughs> objective assessment of something that Beyonce was a part of. Cause they totally will. Woo. Don't do it to me. <laughs> but the next thing I got is Janet Hubert. Since the Oscar thing, since her response to okay, for for those of y'all that you know don't know, that's dark skin unveiled. 
Unvib 1.0. Now, for those of you that might not have watched the show that she was in, this is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. And when we say dark skin Unviv, I mean, when I say dark skin Unviv, I mean. Dark was, skin Unviv? Well, I'm saying for people who, who may not have watched Fresh there Prince. There was a dark skin Unviv and a light skin Unviv. The first one was the dark skin one. She had a very heavy handed personality in the show. Mm hmm. And it turns out she have a, has a very heavy-handed personality in real life. Yes. And she got canned from the show, and a new Aunt Viv came in, which was a completely different complexion, which was light-skinned. Mm-hmm. And so, when I make reference to the dark-skinned Aunt Viv, that's just the reference. We need to talk one day about the fact that when they brought in the light-skinned Aunt Viv, that they made her a lot more passive. I feel some kind of way about that as a dark-skinned <laughs> person, but well, I won't get into that today. <laughs> oh, we- <laughs> I won't do. I, I won't get into colorism today. We'll we'll do that later. Okay. We'll that later. And so she made some comments at the Oscars towards Jada Smith, who came out talking about how the, whitewashed the Oscars were. There was not a lot of black representation. Let's boycott it. Mm-hmm. And so she came out and had a response against that. That was very overly assertive towards Jada Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's involvement. In that movement and making that happen. It's petty as shit. Yeah. Very petty. She's very petty. <laughs> and so she did an interview this week talking about Stacey Dash. Now, if you don't know, Stacey Dash responded to all of this stuff by saying, hey, if black people want to be included, it's we need good. to stop excluding ourselves. We need to we need to get rid of Black History Month. We need to get rid of BET. We need to stop segregating ourselves and saying that we want to be involved, but we keep ourselves from being involved by having all of these other things. Connected to us. This heifer. Quick side note. <laughs> Somebody asked Gabrielle Union in an interview about it. And she was like, who is Stacey Dash? <laughs> Petty as shit. I loved it. I wanted to stand up and clap when I saw that fucking clip. It was amazing. Good was, for her. I was like, you know who Stacey Dash Petty is, but you said shit. it anyway. She was like, who is Stacey Dash? Is she, is she kid Dave Dash? Yeah. That was hilarious. I she went it. full pity. It, I was here for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Janet Hubert commented on Stacy Dash, in which she said something to the tune of Stacy Dash need to go somewhere, <laughs> sit her tail down, and she said it as aggressively as Aunt Viv did in the show. So she like, she like somebody is, grandma. She is like she's aggressive. Yeah, she is. Like, oh yeah, she absolutely. Like her kids probably got beat with sticks, not switches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's the kind of aggression she. I feel like she is one of them grandmas. Like I ain't she, taking no mess. Hell no. Yeah. You know. And she, she coming college. Um, Jada, honey, honey child. <laughs> was it honey child or baby girl? Or she? What is she, she kept calling her something when she was doing it? Was. Miss Thing. <laughs> Miss Thing, that's what it was. Let me tell you something, Miss Thing. She's so old. She was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but in this dialogue, she one thing she said that was just so lame. She she did this last time too. She said Stacy needs to dash somewhere. Like she's she's old. not clever. But she's old. That's how like she's not witty old as you think she is. Say. That's just old. I people guess humor. you when you when you say it like that. It's old people. It humor. really just it really just point out. How lame I think old people are when they say stuff like that. Because <laughs> it's old people humor. Like, I could totally see, like, my grandma said some shit like that and thinking she was hilarious. But like, what I'm discovering is it don't make me accept her. It make me have to put old people all in the same category that I feel that she's in right now. <laughs> like, she's in that. Old people are in the category with her. If you do stuff like that, then, you know what I'm saying, you are lame as far as I'm concerned. But 
the only reason I wanted to talk about this is because what she did referencing Stacey Dash was she validated the movement because when Stacey Dash said, hey, we don't need Black History Month. We don't need this. She said, Stacey Dash need to sit herself down. There are some valid concerns that we have in the African-American community and we all trying to overcome all the time. Blah, 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 blah. But when Jada Pinkett said the same thing that she just said in regards to Stacey Dash, she went in on Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith about what they're not doing. She just pretty much roasted them about what they could be doing in the movement. So to me, it validates that it didn't have anything to do with the movement or anything revolving around it more so than trying to discredit the oh, Smiths. It's just petty as shit. Like she hates them. She has hated them since she left the show and she's made, you know, this no secret. And that absolutely 100% was what it was. Like, she just hates them. But at what point do you wash out an important message to assert your pettiness? Like, that is a valid message. And there's a lot of people who rode the train of invalidating what she was trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that rode that train. Yeah. Over her pettiness. Like, at what cost (laughs) do you avoid pettiness in that situation? In her mind, though, she probably feels like she balanced it out with her message to Stacey Dash. (laughs) Like... Uh, <laughs> it all balances out. I doubt it. <laughs> Who knows? J- Janet. Janet is. She need, at this point, it's been 20 plus years. You know, like, it, it happened. You hadn't really worked. If you want to blame them, I mean, okay, but at what point does forgiveness. Let me tell y'all something about forgiveness. Forgiveness is for you, it is not for other people. And that's exactly what she needs to do so she can move the fuck on and stop talking about this. Because <laughs> anytime she's mentioned, I mean, really, ever since the show, usually when people are talking about her, it's in reference to some shit she <laughs> said about Will Smith. Like, she goes on these rants every so often about him and what he's doing and what he's not doing and did it so at some point she's just gonna have to give this grudge up because it just sounds tiresome like I can't imagine being that angry at somebody all the time especially can you imagine being angry at somebody who's like ain't thinking about you whose life is going on and they successful and they could give a shit about how you feel about it you know and you still upset like I just that just seems stressful to me that's probably why she was drinking Making videos drunk. Yeah. That stress. That stress. <laughs> that 20-year-old stress. Shit. Her stress older than her kids, probably. How do you hang on to that for that long? Well, I, never mind. I mean, we People I do mean, it. <laughs> nah, I'll take it back. I know folks do it all the time. That's long. I wouldn't do it. I, it, I, I can't just do it. don't got enough fucks in me to give about mm. anything. 20 years worth. I just yeah, can't I just, imagine. I just don't care enough about stuff. Like, I just don't let stuff stew. Not not like that. Shit. Especially, and then if something do stew, I'm not going to bring it up in the future. Over and over and over again. Over and over and just continue to be salty about that same thing and then throw shade because of it. She had 20 years to do this. She just, just popping up now. Well, she she pops up every so often, and it's always with some kind of a rant. I mean, she just a few years ago she wrote a letter 
to, it, it, like it she just every few years she does this like where she has beef with him she wants to rekindle that he don't even really participate in like you arguing with yourself essentially because again he don't give a shit like he didn't want on with his life he don't care and that's usually the thing when you have these people that you don't forgive and you don't want to move on they don't normally they could give a shit about whether or not you forgiving them they're not thinking about you you're the one that's still being affected by it she's still being negatively affected by it so much so that she can't move on with her life and so much so that she can't give you know props to an actual movement she she has to discredit the movement through discrediting them because she has to discredit them because she hates them so much there's so much hate in her heart when it comes to them that she just has to and it's ridiculous she need to move on she need to let that go it's time it's, it's been ridiculous. time you too old <laughs> shit she gonna die with this oh yeah yeah she gonna probably die clutching a fucking <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like Janet you got any last words fuck Will Smith oh, I'm dead <laughs> probably so <laughs> probably so yeah I can see that those would be her being her <laughs> final parting word. Cause look, that's gonna be another news story about Janet exactly. Hubbard's last words. She gonna be in heaven waiting room like drop the mic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he can't say shit after me. But do you last ever see? Word. <laughs> do you ever see Will Smith in like interviews and stuff? Mm-hmm. He is seemingly just so positive and upbeat. The last time I saw him down was in that episode where his daddy left him. <laughs> that's the la- that's the only time I ever seen him like emotional negatively. Yeah, he don't care. That's what I'm saying. Like you do this and he don't care. He barely responded to her little video. I think he may have said something very light and in passing. Like he don't care. You the one that care about this. He has moved on with his life. It's ridiculous. Forgive folks, people. Don't. Forgive them. Don't let this stuff stew. Because it, it, the forgiveness benefits you. It doesn't benefit other people. And when you look at it like something that benefits you, it makes it a lot easier to do as opposed to looking at like it's a gift that you don't want to give to this person who did you wrong. Like it ain't for them. It's for you. So you don't be, don't be Janet. <laughs> don't be Janet. <laughs> don't be a better Janet. Be yeah. Janet Jackson. Well, are there any better Janets? Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just. By comparison, Janet Jackson is better. Well, she got a whole lot of childhood trauma, so I don't... Well, that ain't on her. It's not on her, but it's... it's fixed. I don't know. I don't, just don't be this Janet. Don't be any Janets for now. <laughs> for, for till we we gonna come find out with some better ones. ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Martin Shkreli. This is the guy who bought this medication. I don't know what the medication was. He marked it up 600%. Like, Psychopath. High. He took this medication that people were taking to keep them alive, bought the company, and decided to mark it up to an unaffordable price, which is probably what a lot of companies do, but he did it so immediately, intensely, and didn't have an accurate enough justification for doing it that he got roasted in social media and within popular opinion. And it really kind of got him messed up because from that point on, he got caught in some security fraud scandal and now what he is doing is he's put out a video for Ghostface Killer this video is a very critical video that told Ghostface Killer which he called Dennis by his government name which is you know disrespectful especially with people who have an alias 
and just basically told him, keep my name out your mouth or my goons going to come and get you. Could he have could he have done any more of a like a job of getting like just the most stereotypical like his goons are like stereotypical fucking like Latin kings or some shit like he really this little skinny ass white boy who's sipping wine with a, a fucking blazer on <laughs> is standing with these Latin king looking motherfuckers in the background talking about their fuck up ghost like it was the most odd, weird video I have ever seen it, in my life. It was definitely when you put the context together of who it's coming from and who it's going to. It is odd. It, it just don't make sense it to me. It makes no and it. He is insane. Like he has to be. It's such a random thing to do and again he couldn't have picked any more stereotypical goons if he had tried like he really couldn't they got on masks and shit all black got the scullies they pull over in your eyes to be sticking out it's like when they make like a heist movie the stereotypical other goons it's always one person with their mask off they the leader but then all the other goons just got them things over their head where you can mm -hmm. see their mouth and their two eyes like he had them in the video and he threatened to so go uh Wu-Tang Clan released this like limited edition album and he bought it and he threatened to erase Ghostface Killer from all of the, the album. And it's I think it's supposed to be like they only sold like one copy, I wanna say. And he bought it for like two million dollars. Who cares? <laughs> like he he's insane. Like, there is something unstable about this young man, obviously. Um, it was just a very weird thing for him to do. Like, and he talking about he want a full written apology and shit. Like, I guess, what? Oh, okay. And who are you again? Like, are you? Something is wrong with him. He's delusional and a little crazy. He's nuts. He probably that kid that you grew up with that you really had a bad, bad feeling about. <laughs> and when your mama said you can't hang around him no more, you were happy. <laughs> You're like, yes, <laughs> I got a reason not to be around this crazy motherfucker now. You know who he reminds me of? I don't know if you remember that kid. I think it was in California. He had those videos on YouTube where he was talking about how women... Yeah, I remember that kid. Um, women always avoid me. And they shouldn't. And, yeah. he was, and then he like shot a bunch of women yeah. at the school. I remember that, that. That video and the way he talked... And this kid reminds me of that guy. Like, it's the same kind of like grandiosity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like It's that same... And he snapped and killed a bunch of people. So, I'm just Yo, saying. That video is creepy. Which one? The the uh, Martin Screlly. Like yeah. it's creepy. It like really is. the way that he talking, the look in his eyes, like <laughs> he crazy. like I watched that video and was like, I'm unsettled <laughs> <laughs> right now. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Something wrong with that kid, man. Screlly, that name ain't like that ain't an American name. That's like a foreign name or but something. But he looked like a little regular white kid. He looked white. Like little preppy ass, rich ass, little white kid. That's what he looked like. Like, but I mean, like he literally is sitting here sipping wine with a blazer on, with motherfuckers with scullies on in the background talking about, 
you know, killing somebody. I just, it's the most awkward and just very strange video. It's just very weird. Like, I don't understand at all. I don't get it. Yeah. It's weird. I don't either. But he went, he, he went downhill quick. Something is wrong with him. I don't even want to call him a psychopath or a sociopath because if he was, he would be successfully cheating everybody out of their money. That's what psychopaths do. Maybe he's unraveling, though. Maybe he is. Maybe he got too he much exposure. He may be decompensating. What'd they say? Or not decompensating. What is it? Um, damn it. It's not decompensating. He may be... Um, I can't think of the word. I think they say psychopaths psychopaths have problems when they get caught like when they get caught that's when they start unraveling but he did like sociopaths get caught all the time yeah psychopaths they get away with stuff all the time but when they get caught i think that's when they see him getting drugged for that pill the whole fiasco could have been the beginning of his his unraveling and now here we are with him with goons in the background talking about killing somebody and shit like he is something wrong with him like i wouldn't want to be around him me either like I wouldn't trust it. Them goons better watch out too. Exactly, like the you know goons in the video are portrayed to be the scary ones. They not. They didn't scare me because they just yeah. like again y'all are stereotypes. Like he, <laughs> that's not scary. But him, he's unsettling. Like yeah. he creepy. He creeped me out as much as that guy on YouTube did. Because I watched some video, I was not surprised at all that he ended up murdering a bunch of women because he was creepy as shit talking about how women should want him because he got money and instead they want these uh black guys. Like he was nutty as shit. Problematic. He was going in it. Yeah, he was. Now I want to start this next part by saying. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. All right, <laughs> I don't say that about many people often, but you know, I just felt like I'd go on ahead and get that out the way, like a preemptive <laughs> fuck you type situation. So, <laughs> as y'all know, if y'all watch the debate, which if you want to keep as many of your brain cells intact don't. as possible, you shouldn't. The Democratic or the Republican debate, oh Democrat debate, <laughs> then. Donald Trump didn't attend this one. He chose not to. Because he a bitch. That's why he didn't <laughs> attend it. How you gonna get mad at somebody for ad- like? Okay, I'm not gonna let me. You go. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll let you get that in. We'll let you get that in. So the 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 reason being is because at the last debate that Fox News held that Megyn Kelly was a part of, she asked him a question that really made him feel a certain type of way. She asked him. This is how she asked the question. Something like this. Mr. Trump, one thing that people respect about you is that you don't hold it back. You say whatever you want to say. In that same vein, there are some comments that you've made about women on your Twitter and on your show that I want to ask about. You've called women fat pigs, disgusting creatures. She named about three other things. On your show, you once said, and then he broke in with a joke that said, only Rosie O'Donnell. Like that saved the day, but uh, and but she she did not like that. She was like, <laughs> you know, good and well, it's far beyond Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> and then he said, only Rosie, and she he said she just she wasn't happy about that. And then she went on to say that on your show you told one contestant that she would look better on her knees, blah blah blah, with Hillary Clinton as your front runner, with the way that you feel about women and continuing to contribute to the misogynistic society. 
how are you going to approach women's issues in that way? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Because of that question, which was a fair question, she might have said it with a little vitriol behind it, but it was a fair question. He didn't want to go to the next debate with her because of that. Because he a bitch. How the fuck you gonna get mad about somebody asking you about shit you said? See, here's the thing. And I go back to this again and again. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say in America. Please do. Whatever it is. Say it. But guess what? There are consequences behind it. And somebody's gonna bring that shit back up. So you need to be prepared to stand behind the shit you say. And if you not, don't fucking say how you gonna act like a little girl and say oh no I'm not coming to the debate if she's gonna be there sir grow a pair grow some hair and sit down somewhere like I just don't understand like that is not really this is what you do so when you can't answer a question you just don't go to the whole motherfucking debate huh like I'm just not I don't want to have to answer these difficult questions so I'm just not gonna go cause they not gonna make her not go what is wrong with you like he a bitch I mean that's just he's a bitch I have to let y'all know how little I respect politics <laughs> okay starting off I just politics just it, it just don't mean much to me you know I know that voting matters in terms of influencing the outcome. I just think all the outcomes are shit. <laughs> all of them. I don't care. Yeah. So, yes, voting matters in who will win. All the people that can win are ass to me. They are. So, when it gets, but there's a scale. There are, on a scale of how ass politicians are, <laughs> it's some that are the least ass that they can be as politicians, and it's some <laughs> that are the most ass that it's they the, can be. It's the lesser of evils. That's <laughs> where we are, is picking the lesser of all of these evils, because they are all, in fact, evil. Yeah. It's just picking the lesser of it's them. It's splitting hairs. Yeah. Democrat and Republican is splitting hairs. It's just, they go to eat at the same restaurants and have conversations about the same stuff. They got the same congressional health care packages. <laughs> so, they don't have any effects of not making a decision about health care. One side just got to pretend more that they care about it than the other side. They don't feel the effects of it like Hell us down here. No, no, they don't. And they don't feel those effects when it comes to anything. Nope. So, I don't care about politics, but... I care more about being informed than I don't care about politics. So I need to be informed about that thing I don't care about because being uninformed about it is problematic to me. So what Donald Trump did was he went five minutes away to a veterans event. And I watched the clip from that and he said, let me be honest. I didn't want to be here. So he started that dialogue off with, okay, so fuck y'all. I mean, I just came because I ain't had shit else to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really ain't worried about y'all. I want to be doing some other stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Y'all was around. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all done something for the country. I just I came over here because I could have went to Outback. Now, what's Outback? What's the like, what's the uh, 10 star version of Outback? Whatever, whatever super, super expensive restaurant that he could have went to that was around where the debate is. That I could have went there. But I came here to spend time with y'all and he said this. He said, I wanted to be at the debate but when you're wronged you got to stand up for your rights and the first thing I could think of was how avoidant he and other Republicans have been about rights issues when it's come to you know police violence racism all these other things in America 
So essentially, we should stand up for our rights when they impact us. Yes. Significantly. Yes. Now, if they don't impact us, then you know. Then it don't matter. It, 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 is, it is what it is. But I just would like to say again how embarrassing it is to live in a country where Donald Trump is the front runner. <laughs> like, are you really? How? Like, I just, I just feel like the rest of the world is looking on us, and they just like, this is America. This is where everybody's trying to get to. And I don't even think he got a win for that. I think they look at that now. No, they're looking at this yeah. shit now. The very fact that he is like the front runner and he in the news every other motherfucking day. And he don't even have to win. The very fact that he was allowed to get as far as he has gotten is a joke. It is laughable. And I, it just, it's an embarrassment. It really fucking is. Donald Trump? What? He's... <laughs> He has no background in <laughs> politics, what so fucking ever. Like, what? Well, I mean, neither did Ronald Reagan. He just had fame and popularity. Sad. But it's some people that's following behind Trump saying that America need to be run like a business. Chingy. And did you see that with Chingy? But he's retracted that since. I don't care. <laughs> he he shouldn't have made that stupid comment with a all, lack of information anyway. Who the fuck? Why is Chingy talking? Like, who asked him for his opinion? I think that's why he talking. Because nobody asked him? Because ain't nobody listening to right uh, her <laughs> in the last 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> he said, now they going to search me on <laughs> Now they going to search me on Google and YouTube. Uh, ain't nobody searching for you, Chingy. Shut up. I'm going to get into how I feel about these rappers in my <laughs> I'm just going to save that. Well, look, I'm done. I'm done with I'm done with deliberate nonsense. Trump that's it. Fuck you again. Um, you a bitch. Uh, you need to get your thoughts together and get them all. Get them all. Get it all together. Put it in a bag. Put your shit together in a bag. Get it and take it fucking somewhere else. <laughs> take it. Just go. Get all them shits together. Put it in a trunk. Lock, lock the motherfucker up. <laughs> Throw the key somewhere. Get that trunk. Bury it in the ground. Bury it deep in the ground. <laughs> and build something on top of it. <laughs> like something huge. Like, just get rid of that shit somehow. Don't care how you do it. I'm sorry. That's it. You can go home from, go on from here, Red. Well, what I'm going to do is because we... You know, you ended deliberate nonsense talking about Chingy. I'm going to begin a natural selection talking about another dumbass rapper. B.O.B. B.O.B. is of the mindset that the Earth in 2016 is in fact flat and not round like we have been led to believe. Because, you know, fuck satellite images. <laughs> According to B.O.B., the world is flat. And he had an entire disagreement about this with, what, is he an astrophysicist? Neil Tyson. Neil Tyson. Yeah, yeah, astrophysicist. You gonna argue, you rap for a living. You gonna argue with an astrophysicist about whether or not the world is flat. I just am, am 
Marcus was co-signing on this. People were like, you know what? He might be right. The world might be flat. Are you serious? Like, what the fuck? I thought I, I thought it was a joke when I first saw the story because it's so ridiculous. And he and he said he had picture evidence of it. The picture evidence was he was standing somewhere at which he could see a skyscraper from another city, and he said that the world is flat because of that. <laughs> That's what he. Are you? I, I mean, listen, listen. I go to rappers for my rap. Okay, that's it. Oh, I don't shit. expect them to be able to contribute anything positive to my life. Now, there are some rappers that have made me critically assess things in the world that I exist in that make me wonder about things and make me say, hey, they're socially aware. Kill hey, Mike. Exactly. They're saying things that matter. Hey, they're saying things that make me think about stuff. I ain't never went to B.O.B. for that. <laughs> and after this, I ain't never going to B.O.B. for any of that. Anything related. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You know, and I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get on my hotel soapbox. <clears throat> I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna do that because I don't want y'all in my inbox and shit. I just don't. I don't want to deal with that. But this is some hotel shit. Like, like really? I would just like. Did he explain what they would have gotten? from making us believe all of this time that the world was round when it was flat like what diabolical ass plan could have come from telling us that the world is round when the motherfucker is flat like what what is that gonna do like our ways to keep us misinformed like so we don't know what what's really going on in the world like i just don't it's so ridiculous and not only that but if you remember in history class, you learned that people believed the world was flat they initially. Did. They did indeed. And there was evidence that disputed that the world was flat. And so that's how we know that the world is round. And what what's the explanation for the pictures that we see from Earth? Like that's pictures <laughs> from space. Exactly. Like what? What's the explanation for that? Like if the world is flat. There is supposed to be a picture at which it's like you're looking at a, a quarter. Pancake. It's yes. like you're looking at a quarter from the side. You don't see the whole thing, <laughs> but you just see this little flat. Where are those pictures at? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this man regressed back to asking five-year-old questions. <laughs> and people, people co-sign. Like people are sheep. This is this is what is scary to me. It ain't even scary that he he this one person has this belief. If he actually believes this, maybe it was just publicity. I don't know. But even if he this one person has this belief, that doesn't surprise me or that doesn't disturb me because again, you got the whole tips who will tell you everything. We've been misinformed about everything. everything. Everything that white people ever tell you ever is a lie, and it all is to misinform and keep you down, like according to them. So. It's not so much that he believes it. It's that other folks were co-signing it. And like, oh yeah, maybe so. Like, y'all are some motherfucking sheep. Like, you need to think for yourself. How are you going to go against all of this evidence that you have? That you see this one rapping motherfucker say, oh, the world is flat. And you going to side with him over, you know, mm-hmm. common sense? <laughs> He's a rapper. He is a rapper who tried to have a, a, a whole... 
intelligent conversation with an astrophysicist about some shit he knows nothing about and you gonna co-sign him y'all scare me sometimes not only that but he released a diss track and then not only that but Neil Tyson DeGrasse went is it Neil DeGrasse Neil DeGrasse Tyson went to the Larry Whitmore show and had a whole little spill about it you know addressed to B.O.B. like and what difference does it make in the context of your life the world being round or flat ain't gonna change your walking pattern it ain't gonna change how you get to where you going it ain't gonna change the fact that ain't nobody buying your motherfucking records sir (laughs) the only thing is changing if you believe it is that at some point you believe that you might walk off the earth (laughs) and fall off walking the fuck off like it should be so many deaths a year of people curious you know how curious people are be walking to the edge of the motherfucking earth just tumble yeah, over it would be an epidemic I don't but I don't people think people commit suicidal people would just think, jump off the planet I don't think people would be able to do that because regardless gravity gonna push them down I think what would happen is they would jump off one side and, just and fall flat the- on the other side like and probably crack their head open <laughs> <laughs> well you know what maybe on the whole other side of the earth there's a whole civilization of dumbass people who tried to jump off or fell off and now they just and living they just on the flat other with head they living cracked. on the other side crack heads head. cracked all over the place yeah I just yeah B.O.B. if y'all if any of you listening to this show believe what B.O.B. said this is not the show for you <laughs> because nothing we gonna say on here is gonna match the world is flat I can promise you so Stacey Dash made her comments coincidentally when she was marketing for a book mm-hmm. B.O.B. made these comments coincidentally when he was marketing for a mixtape so I think that what happened is he smoked some of that good old <laughs> You know, paranoia Kush, <laughs> and he had a roundtable meeting with all the people in his head, and all of them decided that the best way to market would be to say that the world is flat. Because ain't no way in shit he sat around no table with no real people <laughs> that said that's a good idea. <laughs> so either he is a stupid marketer on his own, he got stupid people helping him market. Or he really believe this shit. That's the worst one. That's I really want to believe he's doing this shit on purpose. If he believes it. Like, I really want to believe he's doing this on purpose. Terrifying. I hope it is a publicity stunt. I can respect that a lot more than somebody who actually in 2016 believes that the world is flat. I can't get with it, B.O.B. I can't. I just can't. Um, now, my whole dialogue would be dedicated to shitting on B.O.B. But I like B.O.B. <laughs> so right now, I'm just holding my reservation and saying, I go to my rappers for rap. <laughs> if this was a rap I didn't listen to, my dialogue would be different. But I go to my rappers for rap. So I'm going to B.O.B. for rap. Not for insightfulness, not to be educated, and definitely not to get my fucking astrophysicist shit. <laughs> I go to Neil deGrasse Tyson for that. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to do like a celebrity sandwich because I have two stories that are not about celebrities and then I want to end with Kanye because that's going to be a a very large rant. I know it in my spirit. I'm going to (laughs) try really hard to make it not long. I'm going to try to cut it, but I just, I got a lot to say about that. But, so, the non-famous people. First thing I wanted to talk about was the guy in Georgia 
who won the Georgia lottery. He wasn't a Powerball winner. He won the Georgia lottery, like $400,000. And some sad-ass people did a home invasion on this man's house and killed him. Did you think he just went to the bank and got cashed a $400,000 check and just had $400,000 in his house? Like, what? First of all, this is why if I ever were to win the lottery, y'all would never know. Y'all would just be like, damn, they were doing the show regularly. Then Red just disappeared. I don't know what happened to I would just be gone. I would just be ghost. I wouldn't want anybody to know because this is what happens. Like I don't I don't understand why people need to know who won. I know I think people need to know that somebody won. But telling people this person government name won this large amount of money it's basically just saying go rob them <laughs> they got money now <laughs> because that's what happened to this man like i just would like to ask the people who did this home invasion what did you think you were going to accomplish through this did you think he was just sitting in there rolling around in mud piles <laughs> of money and you was just gonna go grab it up <laughs> I, understand. I, I think we missing some variables we don't know who this dude is and what he done this man might have ran off on the plug twice. <laughs> <laughs> and the plug was not having that shit. <laughs> I don't want my money at this point, but you damn sure ain't finna enjoy this money. I mean, I don't know. Ain't no telling what this man was into. That's he might have been a goon. He might have been. It might not even been related to the four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, no, okay. So you gonna tell me? Then you gonna give it the benefit of the doubt again? <laughs> so he just coincidentally win four hundred thousand dollars and motherfuckers run hey, up in his hey, house. Possible, not probable. <laughs> I'm just throwing other variables out there, man. Anything is possible. <laughs> you know, I just look, money. Money is just such a funny thing. I don't believe money is the root of all evil. I do believe people with money don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. These people that ran up in his house are perfect examples of that old girl who spent all of that money on a dude and then having to threaten his bitches about him and now she's finna look at that jail time herself. Like, if money just does some strange things to people. Um, that's what we've done. That's what we've done to money in our society. Yeah. We have made it so critical. We have connected it to every single thing that we believe Basically. has anything to do with success. Mm-hmm. It has anything to do with meaning. A lot of it, a lot of people feel like they they have to have that thing. And a lot of people when they don't have it and somebody gets it, jealousy, rage, anger. We created that in this society. And this is what you get from it. This is what you. You can tell from just before anybody win the lottery how many people get involved in the lottery. Oh yeah. Just like this last billion dollar lottery, like how many people went to go buy tickets? Like we have created an environment where we have hopes and dreams hinging upon how much money we can get. And it don't matter how we get the money either. Like it don't matter. It don't matter. Like because this man won the four hundred thousand. And these niggas thought that they were finna bust in his house and take the four hundred thousand out of his pocket. Like he went straight to the bank and said, "Hey, Wells Fargo, give me four hundred thousand dollars. Large unmarked bills. <laughs> I'm putting it in my house." And the goons was like, "Like to the goons, that made sense." They to been them, wa- you know what? They been, they probably got high and was watching Ducktales. And you know, Scrooge <laughs> Duck had that room. He had that room with just the gold coins that he dive in. You know, he just yeah. They was watching the. They had to be something because who thinks 
that somebody who wins a large sum of money got the money in their house. Like, who does that? What? He probably, if he had money on him, it was nowhere near $400,000, I can assure you. Like, that was just the stupidest thing. Like, if, if I'm telling you, if I win a lottery, ain't nobody going to know about it. You, you, the way you going to know is that when I disappear and I just start posting pictures from the south of France and shit, then people going to be, oh, you know what? I believe Calamity won <laughs> the lottery because she showed up in the south. She traveling and stuff now yeah that's how you all know it will not be from no announcements in the paper because i don't trust you people these dudes killed this man and got out of there with 35 dollars, a kit kat bar and a tv <laughs> and i know a kit kat bar sound petty but if i went in a house thinking i was leaving with four hundred thousand dollars i'm taking that damn I'm kit kat bar i'm leaving refrigerator doors open leave the toilet stool up I'm gonna turn the air on real hot when it's uh, when it's summertime or real low when it's wintertime. <laughs> petty. I'm just I'm going in. The, I'm mad. Just petty. What? I went in looking for four hundred thousand dollars and I had to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. I'm a murderer. I'm turning this heat up. <laughs> <laughs> the next non-famous story that I have, and this really hurt my heart, is about the girl. I think it was in Philadelphia where she turned down a guy. He shot her and killed her. Mm. Let me tell you something. First of all, I saw a whole lot of comments of people saying little slick shit about, well, you know, you don't know what she said. I don't give a fuck what she said. I don't care if she called him a bitch. I don't care if she called his mama a bitch. I don't care what it is that she said. No matter how she turned him down, that gave him no right to take her life. And the mentality of... I could say something that's deserving of you to do something like that to me. The fact that you even think that way is disturbing to me. And this is why people who see me in real life are always like, oh, you don't smile. Like, my resting bitch face is dead ass serious. And you know why? Because I, I don't want you coming up to me. Don't come talk to me. Because y'all don't know how to take no for an answer. You don't know how to take I'm not interested because it hurts your pride and you can't like go on. Now he obviously has some other stuff going on because yeah. that was pretty extreme. But as a female who has gotten hit on, like when I've been out, dudes are crazy. Like it don't matter what you say. You can say I have a boyfriend. I just want to be your friend. You could just say I'm not interested. You don't even know. Like it there's nothing if a guy is not well equipped to take rejection it don't fucking matter what you say to him he's not gonna accept it like that's just what it is like that scares me that terrifies me that you can you know be killed for something as simple as like not being interested like you maybe you're not my fucking type or maybe i just don't want to like whatever the case may be like I, I shouldn't lose my life because i wasn't interested in your ass like i just wish that we would teach our boys as they are becoming men that it is not how many yeses you get that builds your character or that are indicative of what your character is it's how you respond to the no's that you get that's where your character comes in to play it's not how many yeses you can get it's not how many yeses you get on a daily basis it's how you respond when you get those no's and we need to be teaching them to accept no better because guess what you gonna fucking hear no more than you hear yes in life in general that is just how it goes like that 
it's terrifying to me. And like I said, I was very disturbed by the people who were saying, trying to blame the victim or like, well, maybe she, it don't matter what she said. I really, I, I could give a shit what she said. It, do, it doesn't matter to me. Whatever it was that she said was not worth her losing her life over. No, nothing justify killing somebody no. for her. You shoot somebody in the face because they don't like want to take you. You follow her outside of a club and take her life. And she got kids. You took somebody's mom away from them because you were feeling a certain type of way about being turned down. Like what? Well, I don't think he necessarily killed her because he was turned down I think he killed her because he's fucking crazy Well he is crazy He, he was nuts <laughs> He woke up this morning and said I'm killing a motherfucker today <laughs> The first person that tell me no Is getting shot in the face And you know what Let it be a woman <sighs> He He's just I mean he's crazy Like he woke up thinking I'm killing somebody today I don't think I don't know maybe this happens You know but Men get told no enough. You can't shoot everybody in the face. It's one and done. That's true. You shoot one person in the face and it's over. And that was not the first no he got in his life. No, I'm sure it ain't. But this is like the it. first and last person he shot in the face from telling no. Because if he shot somebody else before, he wouldn't have got to her. And he going to jail because we know he did it. And he'll never do it again because he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, but he is, did this because he's crazy as he shit. He is crazy. But even y'all who... Do the whole well fuck you did. You ain't cute anyway. I was cute two seconds ago until I told your monkey ass no and now all of it like you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit it infuriates me. And like I said, I what I don't walk around smiling because like I just feel like who the fuck walks around smiling for no reason. Like anytime people tell me I look mean, I'm like, as opposed to what? If I was walking around smiling and shit, you tell me I look creepy. But I, I really have no problem with not being super approachable because it's too much of a hassle. Like, it really is. Like, men are fucking crazy. Like, I have had people come up to me and say some of the craziest shit. Or, like, again, it doesn't even matter. Like, sometimes how I try to turn them down, I can be as nice as I It don't fucking matter. Like, if he's determined, when he walk over to you, if he determined he finna get your phone number, you it don't matter what you say. It, but, if you can tell him you a lesbian, he gonna say, well, you you know, you need to try this out. You don't know what you meant. But see, like, it don't matter. But see, why you gotta drag me into this? <laughs> like, why you gotta drag me into this situation? Like... <laughs> So you gotta be more specific than men. men. You bringing me into this situation now. I don't like that. A lot of men, a large percentage of men. It's not every man, okay? I've had men come up to me that have like you know asked me for my phone number, and I've been like, oh, I'm not interested, or I'm, I'm with somebody, and they'll just be like, okay, I didn't mean to bother you, and they'll walk away. And that tells me a lot about that person, like. So that happens, but more often I get that other shit. I get that, oh, I got a boyfriend. I'm just trying to be your friend. Oh, and that's really, you walked over here to get my phone number because I look fucking friendly. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> like, come on. So more often than the nice, like, okay, I don't mean, I didn't mean to bother you, I get the bullshit answers. Like, I just don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. What's wrong with your people? These your folks. You you, you explain this you, to me. I, I just told you about dragging me into this. <laughs> I don't know nothing about them dudes. <laughs> I don't do that. I ain't been with a dude that's done that. <laughs> like from my perspective, I don't see like what I'm saying is that like maybe you attract crazy dudes that would do that all the time. No. <laughs> 
Now, statistically, Mm-mm. that's improbable, <laughs> but we're talking about possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is possible, but I don't think. I mean, it's the same way. Like, <laughs> I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and I don't know if people realize that this is a thing, but like. <sighs> If you, um, anybody that's ever done like online dating, this is another thing that men do. And it's just like, you could be having a nice conversation with somebody that you just met online. Y'all chatting it up. You exchange numbers, send a couple of text messages back and forth. And then the next thing you know, you get a picture message and it's a picture of his penis. You didn't ask for this. It wasn't requested. You just open it up and boom, there it is. Like that happens a lot. And at first I was like, maybe it's just me. But apparently this is an epidemic of men doing this. Like you should probably wait for somebody to request that because my mama could have had my phone. My mom could have just asked to borrow my phone and she could have been like, oh, you had a message come through and open it up and somebody's penis is in my phone. And now I look crazy. Like I just have people sending me body parts for no reason. Like men, a lot of men, some men have those men those men are fucking (laughs) look 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 i get it i get it those men are they blend into the rest of men (laughs) i get it they blend in so just for the sake of being protective of yourself you have to say men you have to say all of them because because it's happened to you so many times you don't know which ones it is so it's better to be safe than sorry it's better to assume that it's all men and protect yourself (laughs) than to Try to find some system which you pick and choose which men it may or may not and be. And it ain't no way because like, you'd be surprised. Like, you just be surprised. Like, it's just, it's amazing. And that that's just very sad to me that that happened. And it's very sad to me, like I said, that people can try to justify by saying, well, she probably said some shit to him. I don't care what she said. Like, they don't, I, look, I sarcastic as shit. I don't know if y'all can tell or not. This probably shocks a lot of you. But I'm super sarcastic as fuck. <laughs> and I say a whole lot of slick shit to people around me. I Actually, it's the way that I, like, <laughs> gauge my friendships. If you if you cannot take me seriously and you laugh at my bullshit, we can be friends. But if you're going to be, like, overly sensitive and take everything I say seriously, we're probably not going to be able to be friends. So... By that token, if every time you say something that displeases somebody, my ass would have been shot in the face a long time ago. And that scares the shit out of me. I don't want to get shot in the face because you feel so kind of way about something that I said. Like, sticks and stones. But when you put those men on a scale (laughs) of bat shit crazy as hell, I'll shoot you in the face if you tell me no, (laughs) down to... You know what? Let me respectfully walk away from this person with my ego and pride in check, but I don't want to be offensive to that person. He's the anomaly. <laughs> You've had so many no's to tell and ain't been shot in the face yet. So <laughs> we we can't look at him as the norm. We can't we can't put him when you say men, you can't put him in there with us. You can't put him in there with us. <laughs> you gotta insane. say like the bat shit crazy <laughs> might shoot you in the face if he tell you if you tell him no. You gotta put him in his own category. Yeah, he need to get his own category. I don't want him in that representation. Yeah, I don't want none of them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, now, some of them if you send a dick pics out without being requested, I don't want you. I don't want to. I don't want you to be in that group with me. Yeah, listen. I, just so he understands, all of the women that are listed, please go to the Facebook page if this has happened to you before. If you've been, even if it wasn't through online dating, because I've had it happen and it wasn't online dating. I'm just so. playing devil's advocate. I know. 
Say what? I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know. I just want to see how many people. about every woman that I've had a dialogue <laughs> with that guy. One, I know that on social media, y'all inboxes got 30 messages in it every time you log in. Second, half of them got dick pics. Third, a large percentage of them is just talking about sex. Yep. I already know. I it's mean, insane. I've been doing research on this. <laughs> For some time now It is insane But I I wanted To talk about this story To say For anybody That's listening That is raising young boys Who are going to be grown men And any grown man Who got that That type of mentality Again It is not How many yeses You get that makes That determines Your character And who you are It's how you respond To the no It's your ability To take that rejection And not let it Completely just Disintegrate your Fucking self esteem And your pride Like don't be out here killing people because they didn't like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, it's a, it's a little much. Please don't do that. That's basically what I have to say about that. And my last story. I Like I said, I'm going to try not to get on too much of a rant with this. I'm going to try real hard. But I just, he's such an idiot. Okay, so Kanye West, all right? Kanye West has a new album coming out. He originally titled it Swish. He changed the title. To some shit Waves Waves Wiz Khalifa had some shit to say about it Cause you know This is what people do now We get into Twitter beefs Um, uh, Twitter fingers Twitter fingers (laughs) So In his Comments about the name change He mentioned something He said KK Now Kanye took that as Because obviously Those initials can only Be about his fuck ass wife It can't be nothing else (laughs) So he assumed that he was referring to Kim Kardashian when he, in fact, was referring to something called Khalifa Kush, because we all know that Wiz Khalifa is a big ass weed head. So then Kanye decided, now it's one, okay, you want to go on this tirade and, and talk all of this shit about Wiz? Okay, but here's where my problem comes in. During this tirade, he decided to bring Amber Rose into this shit, ain't got nothing to do with nothing, and talking about how you let a stripper trap you with a baby and all of this shit, and I just want so badly to ask Kanye like motherfucker you think we forgot that you used to date her you think we forgot that you used to have your tongue down her throat on the red carpet you think we forgot that you was pushing her in our faces for however fucking long y'all was dating like cause you with Kim now that time just didn't happen so now you feel like you could just dog her out and talk shit about her like this because she like what and and I, and I said this on the Facebook page. People in whole houses should probably not be throwing strippers. Okay? <laughs> you are with a woman who is famous for a sex tape. Like, she didn't turn that into a business. And, you know, Godspeed to all of you who feel like she's a great businesswoman. Whatever. you free to feel that way. That's, that's your prerogative. She did turn it into something. But it started out with her in a sex tape. So let's not act like you're married to motherfucking Michelle Obama and you're going to sit up here and try to talk shit about Amber Rose. Like, I just, that, it was so unnecessary. You could have told Wiz that he ain't sold as many records as you. You could have told Wiz he don't look as good as you. You could have told Wiz he ain't got a fucking, uh, you know, air wheezies that cost $4,000 like you. It's like, it was so many things that you could have, like, directly talked about him without dragging this woman into this who ain't got shit to do with anything and you are in no position to talk you're not date you're not married to mother Teresa. and if you want to talk about motherfuckers being trapped you're living your lyrics to to gold digger sir 
You got two kids with her now. So she got you for the next 18 years if you want to be specific. I just... The fuck is wrong with you? Then Amber, because Amber is petty. And I didn't blame her for this because, you know, he should have shut, shut up. He shouldn't have brought her into this. She made some comment about he must be upset because she's not fingering his ass anymore or something to that effect. And shut him the fuck up. He got real hush mouth after that. All he's basically said is that it wasn't true. But he stopped all that ranting shit after that. So she shut him down. But I just, I really, because this is like the second time that he has done this. Like been disrespectful towards her. And it's just like, sir, you were in love with this woman at one point. You, 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 you was with her. You know what I'm saying? Like you. Now you want to just conveniently forget about that and you want to be able to talk shit, but you did that shit, sir. Oh, all I can take from this dialogue is <laughs> I bet. I bet when Kim Kardashian read them tweets from Amber Rose, she called Kanye and said, I thought you said I was the first <laughs> <laughs> to put my fingers in your ass. <laughs> I know she's telling the truth. I ain't going to tell the rest of the world, but me and you know the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised probably so because uh, he I mean he denied it but it was a very it was nowhere near as vehemently as he was like going in on Wiz like he very very like casual he was just basically like that's not true and then he shut the fuck up after that and he should have shut up prior to that we would never have got to this place like I feel like Kanye know Amber got enough shit on him like sit down before she tell it all like she she was with you long enough to know uh, I'm sure a whole lot of shit about you so you you should probably shut the fuck up and stop bringing her into things that ain't got nothing to do with her like this had nothing to do with her and once again you dated her like <laughs> you you acting like she just this you know whole ass stripper but she was she was babe but at, I think you I, I think you missing Kanye's point Kanye's point is not that you dated a hoe. Is that she trapped you? He got two babies with him. Right but Kanye narcissist. He don't believe he got a hoe. <laughs> he believe he got a wholesome woman <laughs> that a mixtape got released on by accident <laughs> that she never intended to. And Ray J is evil. And I'm gonna send the Illuminati after Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh... I, Kanye is very delusional like, and, and we already knew this but it just amazed me that he even went there again I just feel like Amber Rose got a whole lot of shit cause you gotta understand that Amber was with him at the time that his mom died and that's when Kanye really fucking lost his mind and I could just imagine this is when he was like showing up on red carpets with fucking Hennessy bottles drinking straight out the bottle of drunk and shit I just feel like during that time, he probably did a whole lot of crazy shit that he don't want nobody to know about. So he really need to shut the fuck up before it all come out. Because she's slowly just telling his shit. And women, let me tell you something, men. Women, 
And I'm telling you this as a woman are evil. We will cut you deep. You understand? <laughs> Whatever it is that you think that you're going to say that's going to hurt a woman, I guarantee you she's going to come back with something that's going to cut you even deeper because that's what we do, right? We're not physically able to, like, overpower y'all most of the time. Like, there's some exceptions. Like, you know, Layla Muhammad. Uh, you know, Muhammad Ali's Layla Ali could probably fuck up a whole lot of men, but for the most part, we we're not gonna be able to like physically overpower you, but like we will say some shit that I have you ready to choke us out. So you need to be careful about you know saying all of this crazy shit because she gonna tell it all. I feel like at some point she either gonna do a tell-all book or he just gonna keep starting these little beefs with her, and she just gonna slowly tell all his business. What I take from this dialogue is <laughs> them two can't be the first ones that gave Kanye the finger booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the booty finger. That that had to be it, every girlfriend that he ever never had in their head is verifying that story. They just ain't gonna say nothing. Probably so. They gonna say, "Yep, that's Yay. <laughs> that's him. She telling the truth. Probably he lying. So. <laughs> but I ain't getting into this." <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, Kim has said nothing. She be like, "No, he that." Like, oh, she said it to him. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm saying she didn't come to his defense and say he don't do that. He don't like it. Like she didn't say she had said nothing. She ain't supposed to say nothing. But it's, Kanye, you know, I just don't believe Kanye gonna let her say that. Would Kanye let her say something? Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Kanye would probably discourage her from becoming a part of that situation. I mean, I ain't saying that like he control her, but no, I think he do. Look. Her whole style of dress changed once she started dating him. Like she be wearing all of these monotone ass colors all the time and shit. Like she Do he dress- design her clothes? Do he design women clothes too? She wears like his clothing his line that looks like a motherfucking zombie apocalypse and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think he does control her quite a bit because it seems that she has changed. I'm not gonna say for the better or for the worse. She's changed quite a bit since they have been together. Um, I think he absolutely is in control. But I just Kanye, please stop. Just stop talking about Amber. Like that's I just want you to stop doing that. Like he he like that person, that friend of yours who one week you know she loved this dude, he the best thing ever, and the next week he ain't shit. He terrible. You know he he broke. He ain't this and he ain't that. And then the next week you back in love with this nigga again. Like that's how I feel about Kanye. Like you dated her. You you was everywhere with her shoving her down our throats the whole fucking reason we even know who she is is because of your monkey ass and now you want to sit up here and try to discredit her act like she ain't shit or act like Wiz is like beneath you because he got a child with her you fucked her too so I just don't understand like what I just don't get it please sit down and stop and when you grown men please get the fuck off of twitter with all of this nonsense y'all are too old like how when did it become okay for you to just get on twitter and be petty and shit like what's wrong again I say men collectively (laughs) drag men to this shit (laughs) I just don't understand like it's become commonplace like every other week you just had fucking uh Meek Mill and 50 Cent on Twitter going back and forth with each other. Like, this is what y'all do now? Like, this is, is this the new thing? Y'all just gonna take all your beef gonna be out on Twitter? Like some high school girls? Like, is that what we do now? I just don't understand. I don't get it. I'm do not you, here for Do you it. like Kanye? No. Any of his music? His early stuff before he lost his mind. Before his mom passed away? Yeah. 
pre-mom death was a different Kanye than post. Absolutely, hundred percent in my mind. Like I, I really feel, and this is, you know, this is because college, college dropout, college dropout, graduation, graduation, and then late registration, no, late, late registration, registration, then graduation. Mm-hmm. They were great. They were, and then the eight away the heartbreak situation. They lost me there. Yeah, and then after that, it just went way down. But and this, this. This is a, 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 a teachable a little counseling moment, but this is what happens when you have unresolved grief. You cannot not address things that happen in your life. They don't go away because you don't address them. And I feel like Kanye is dealing with some stuff that he or he's not dealing with some stuff that he has going on because ever since his mother passed away this version of him has just been getting worse and worse like it's just he's been getting more and more ridiculous and i think that's just his way of not dealing with what he has going on because prior to that i mean he was still an asshole don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i'm not acting like he was this humble ass person before but he was not this person he is now like and i feel like a lot of it is just he not dealing with his grief mm-hmm. he hasn't dealt with it since it happened and well, nobody is holding him accountable for that i feel like he got a, a bunch of yes people around him who and i feel like anybody who has tried because it seemed like he separated himself from his actual family and shit like you know what i said so i feel like anybody in his life who has attempted to maybe help him out he's kind of distanced himself from so that's what it seemed like to me so you this you cannot run away from the situations in your life that you take that with you wherever you go you take you everywhere you go like you come everywhere so those problems those situations that you trying desperately not to deal with they still there and they just gonna manifest themselves in different ways that it's gonna be some Kanye type shit like you just have to be very careful about like not dealing with stuff because it come out one way or another. Well, I mean, another counseling moment for the men. If you are dating a vindictive woman and you happen to enjoy women giving you the booty finger, <laughs> I need you to remember that you should probably not let that vindictive woman give you the booty finger because she will hold it against you and use it against you in the time to cut you down. Or you have to fully grasp on and embrace the fact that you like being given the booty finger. And when you take that power, (laughs) then nobody can harm you with it by holding it over you and using it as leverage. So for those of you that embrace the booty finger, they can't use it against you like that. So just wanted to give you that little tidbit of information. (laughs) And most women are vindictive. I'm telling you, man, women that we... Women will cut you deep, man. I didn't say some sessions before with women who like, oh Lord, just say shit because they know it's gonna be something that like, oh, you women will cut you deep. We we really will. Like r- women are terrible. She got plenty. She got plenty to cut you deep with. Yeah. Don't add the booty finger to it <laughs> or embrace it. That's all I got. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That is all I have for a natural selection. <laughs> I, I just I feel like we should probably end it on that note. Yeah. On those wise words on the booth. Exactly. Oh yeah. Be careful with that. 
You got anything else on your mind? Um, just, you know, like I said, send us letters, questions, concerns, all that jazz. Check out the Facebook page. Um, you know, we love to see posts from y'all or we post on the Facebook page, like just different stuff. And sometimes you can get like a preview of what's going to be on the show. Because yeah. we'll see stuff. <laughs> we'll see. I talked about Kanye on the yeah. uh, page. So. And B.O.B. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you can sometimes even get a preview of like what we're going to be talking about through the Facebook page. So make sure you check that out. Um, and... Dogs still rule. Uh, I would like to say that Mr. Orpoit has told me that he thinks that my dog is a reincarnation. Yes. And that he used to be a Chinese dictator. He used to be a Chinese dictator, yes. (laughs) And now he is an American dog, subservient creature that is dependent completely upon its owner. And he's not happy about it. At all. He's an asshole. My dog is an (laughs) asshole. Like... He he needs me, but he also is very much an asshole. It's a very interesting dynamic that he has going on. He actually jumped on me last night. He I almost ended him. Like he almost. I lived. mean, you got to give context because when somebody say their boyfriend jumped on them, they might not have made it. Well, you know, <laughs> Kingston him hit me in the face with his paw before, so he's abusive. Um, no, I was laying on the couch on my little chair, and he had laid on the back of the couch. Uh, Cause he likes to get up there and lay down. So I fell asleep, and next thing I know, he didn't hop down off the back of the couch. But instead of him hopping down onto the arm and then the floor, he hopped down on me and then on the floor. <laughs> now Kingston is a miniature schnauzer, so he's not like a lab, but he like twenty pounds, and this was a pounce, and I'm thin. The shit hurt. I was so mad, like. I got up and chased him. He ran into the bed. I don't know what I was going to do if I called him. I don't know if I was going to punt him. I don't know. I was just fucking mad because I it scared me, one, because I was asleep. And this pressure is just on my stomach. And I looked down on the floor. He looking at me like, what? What's the problem? I had to get out. Like, are you fucking kidding? That dog is crazy. But I will still prefer him over a cat. So That is exactly something a Chinese dictator would do. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he may be a reincarnation. He sure act like he been here before. That dog. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, clearly we'll never prove it, but you know. If he I can talk, it. like who knows? What Ain't no telling. He's insane. But yeah. Anyway, until we come to the next conversation, people. We out. Holla.